on Deprogram this week, Lizen, John, Randy, and I were talking about Slater Kinney, which of course meant we had to talk about curling. Here's a bit of a conversation we had about curling. To talk to John more about it because he started the Atlantic Curling yeah, Club here. Yeah, <laughs> I was a fan for like years and years. I remember watching it in the Olympics in 1988 when it was demonstration. Like, oh, this is the coolest yeah. thing. Like, I would always watch in the Olympics and then be like, oh, you know, I live in Georgia. There's no way that's ever going to come here. But in, in 2010, found a couple of guys here. Like, we, we should be able to do that here. <laughs> so, yeah, I was one of the original founders of the Atlanta Curling Club. But but I'm going to throw it right back at you because, Lizen, you, get, you were like a junior national champion or something. There, There's a whole story behind that. Yeah, I was uh, – well, I started curling when I was 14 because – I was getting in trouble at school, and my mom was like, well, you got to do something. All those butthole surfer shows you were doing. <laughs> yeah, it's her fault. <laughs> she she literally exposed you. I know. And so then she was like, well, you got to do something. And she actually worked with these old ladies that curled, and one of their granddaughters curled. And she had this, like, stranger come pick me up and take me to a curling club. And so I started curling when I was a freshman in high school. And I, within three months, um, they needed an extra person to go to the nationals for curling. So I went with them, and we got third place that year. And then from there on, we started getting better and better until we went to um, the Olympic qualifiers in 97. Wow. As one of the youngest teams. Whoa. And we didn't make it out of the qualifiers, but that was pretty awesome. And then we were That's sponsored really cool. by the Olympic Committee, and we got to travel all over Canada. Nice. <laughs> to curl. Yes. I mean, if you're going to curl, where else, right? Right. Maybe well, we were Sweden. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Now, I think they did actually get to go abroad for it, but by then I wasn't curling anymore. But. Yeah, then I think you dropped out, and then when you when you guys moved to Atlanta, then you got back into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started. I started actually getting back into it when we moved to Portland for a little while, okay. and and then we moved to Atlanta, and I was like super sad because I was like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to curl again. And then I found you. <laughs> I found yeah. you guys, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Because we were like, it. it was we were a bunch of like southern people we had no experience we were all fresh and new and here comes this person who's like yeah you know i was in like the junior olympic qual we're like uh can you please like <laughs> show us how to do this like you immediately like, became yeah. the, you immediately became the star of the club like we're just gonna do what she does <laughs> it was fun you know it, yeah. it was great because i sort of got burnt out being in a competitive curling that just come to atlanta and have all these people be so excited about the sport of curling. And, like, I'd never really drank and did curling before because I was in juniors. Mm. So then, like, adding that on top of it, like, wow, I can have a beer and curl? What? <laughs> and, too, like, we would be we would be so excited just to win, like, a point. Right? We'd be, like, <laughs> exuberant over, like, we'd lose, like, 15 to 2, but we like, we scored two bad back in those <laughs> yeah. early days. So we were, like... People loved playing or against because like, it was like we would just have fun and go crazy. The bad, yeah. it's the bad softball team. The, the yeah. like the, we were like the Jamaican bobsled team of curling. <laughs> we, we really were. Well, and it, and at that time we had to like physically pick up the rocks and put them on the ice. 
and then oh, we yeah. stored them in a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, wow. you're, you're doing it on <laughs> hockey arenas. Uh. Yeah, it was nuts. So, but it, but you guys definitely like helped me fall in love with the sport all over again. Just the enthusiasm. I think, we, I think you, one of our first leagues. I remember this because I had made, I had found like a a person who made curling trophies, and I got mm-hmm. trophies for everyone. And you were like. Oh this is the first time I've ever gotten a trophy for curling. You were like so excited. <laughs> I was. It was really cool. I mean, I had curled in Seattle and it was an old established club. So juniors wasn't like, it was just starting. And so we, if you won something, you would get like a whiskey glass. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it was like, you know, 14 years old with like these crystal whiskey glasses that I'd won, which eventually someone dropped and I broke them all. But, you know, so I was really stoked to get like a cheesy trophy. <laughs> this yeah, is why participation trophies are important. Though. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's just, it's for, you know, everybody's excitement and, and the fun of just doing it and having the memory that you did something cool with a bunch of people that you like and in a sport yeah. that you're fond of. There you have it. A natural conversation about curling came up. If you'd like to hear the rest of that conversation, it's after the fact number 51 patreon.com slash oh hi justin is where you can get that it's only a dollar a month love to have you aboard and if you'd like to hear our conversation on slater kinney that comes out on thursdays the program is available on all podcast platforms